When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Your morning starts now. It's the Q102 Jeff and Jen podcast. Brought to you by CBG Airport. Start your trip at CBGAirport.com. You got Dr. Phil's 10 tips for coexisting in quarantine. <laughs> this is... These are basically the 10 things the four of us do every day because we kind of are quarantined with each other for about five hours. We've been quarantined the last 18 years. I know. <laughs> it's some of my favorite times of the day, though, people. So don't call it I quarantine. Know. And that's where it's really changed for us because, you know, after, after Fritch came back from maternity leave, she said, I'm just going to tell you straight up that this job has become more important to me in the sense that I need an escape, people. I need a t- I need a place that I, I can go break. where I can laugh, where I can have a break. Yeah. I, I was a listener. Yeah. A place that's light and fun. When I wasn't here, I was a listener. And when I was listening, whether it was like in my car or at my house, I was like, my friends are there. Like your work was an escape for you. It absolutely is. Yeah. A, yeah. An opportunity to take a breath. Right. So mm-hmm. then, all of a sudden, I felt this pressure to entertain Fritch every time she comes to work now. <laughs> You're welcome. So, yeah, this is, uh, so that's on the books. We also got, uh, we got some other stuff, like Jared Leto didn't know about the virus because he was meditating. And where is Tom Brady going? So, just the world isn't right on so many levels. There's a lot going on. Sort through these things one at a time. So, let us begin. With our quarantine. Yeah, with Dr. Phil. Let's face it, a lot of us are spending a lot of time with our partners. More than we have maybe ever before. So Dr. Phil (laughs) is here with 10 tips on how to coexist and not go insane in quarantine. Can we just define quarantine? Because I said it yesterday and I was told, don't say quarantine because that means you're sick. Oh. That no. you should you should say you are social you distancing, but that would apply to people that may be sick that are not necessarily sick. But if they were in the proximity of someone who was sick, then like right, would, but they, quarantine. We wanted to make sure people didn't think we were sick. think we we're sick. So what oh, what, no. what is the better word? Lockdown, isolation, isolation. So, yeah. so practicing, exercising, social sheltering. Distancing. I don't know. So you're this sheltering is a place. I don't know the answer. I don't know either. Yeah. Let's figure it out okay. so we're consistent and we don't add to the confusion. I don't want people to think we're all like sitting in Because here isolation means you're all COVID. alone, right? But you're also not totally socially distancing if you're in your house with your partner with your other and your people. children. Okay, so then you're sheltering sheltering together. You're sheltering at home. Let's go with that. We're sheltering at home. All right. What's Dr. Phil saying? Dr. Phil. He says, because it can be brutal. Let's face it. Number one, be honest. Acknowledge up front that you're stuck together and this is how it has to be. 
Does no. it though? Does it have to be? <laughs> yeah. All right. Uh, make a list of annoyances. The more upfront you are about what you can't stand about each other, the more likely you are to avoid these behaviors. I need an extra sheet of paper. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> Write small. <laughs> Don't argue oh, in front of the children. That's a good point. Yeah. Make them go out. You know, go outside, <laughs> or maybe just don't argue. <laughs> That's almost impossible. Get out. <laughs> Number four, have a safe word. Know when to say when, so you can end an argument and walk away. Rotation time. Alternate your time in different parts of the house, so you're not always on top of each other. Number six is headphones. Put on some music or or the radio. How about that? Enjoy I put my headphones. I can still hear you. <laughs> Sometimes work, even louder. Oh, I know. Vary your routine. Don't do the same thing every day. I love this one. Number eight, don't be a disgusting slug. Instead of waking up and throwing on yesterday's clothes or some nasty old sweatpants, take a shower, change, do what you would That's do if important. you were leaving I love the house. to feel clean. Yeah. Apply deodorant. Yes. But come on, especially new moms can understand going a day or two. Oh, oh, well, yeah. <laughs> and the I same clothes without a shower. Like three days and I'd be like, I don't even know what day it is. Yeah, yeah. Especially when you're in the new part of it. And how easy it is to do. Yeah. You realize in those days how much time it does take to get ready. Yes. And how quickly you can get ready if you're forced. If you have to. Yep. Number nine, pay attention to the first four minutes of the day. Remember what you do in those first moments of interaction with your partner will set the tone for the rest of the day. Hmm. And number 10, before you judge someone, keep in mind that you're probably a piece of crap too. And that's exactly what Dr. Phil said. I did not. Yeah. Yeah. We have put together the, um, it's called the take a 10 at our house. Like if you need to take a 10, you, you know, you can put your hand. Always feel confident on your second date with help from the plastic surgery group. Schedule a consultation at 513-791-4440 or at theplasticsurgerygroup.com. Surgery has an art. Hi everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Hands up. That's like we have discussed that if you need to go out to the garage for a 10 or get in your car and drive just down the road for a 10, you have a hall free pass. And I will be sitting here waiting for you when you get back to take a 10. <laughs> That's right. Because I'm taking my 10 after that. <laughs> no. But it's important to you have to somewhat be away from each other. Yeah. Yeah, you know, I mean, a lot of togetherness is going on. And it's not just with your partner. It's with your kids. Oh, it's, yeah. You know, it's with you know, my parents were here over the weekend and I would catch myself losing my patience with them because I was stressed about this, you know, and it's it's I'm just trying to remember. It's not fair to take it out on them. It's not their fault. Mm-hmm. Any of it. Well, Jared Leto had no idea any of this stuff was going on because he's been meditating. He didn't find out just how serious the coronavirus was or how extensive our attempt to contain it had become until Monday because he was meditating. Early yesterday morning, Jared Leto tweeted, Wow, 12 days ago, I began a silent meditation in the desert. We were totally isolated. No phone, no communication, etc. We had no idea what was happening outside the facility. 
walked out yesterday into a very different world, one that's been changed forever. Yeah. Now, I wonder, does that like blow the last 12 days that you were like meditating? Hopefully not. Hopefully those 12 days have gotten you into a place in space that when something like this does smack you in the face. Yeah, hopefully if anybody can deal able. with it, it's him. Yeah, because he's just had that. It- he says, I'm getting messages from friends and family all around the globe and catching up on what's going on. Hope you and yours are okay. Sending positive energy to all. Stay inside. Stay safe. Wow. Yeah. Four players we learned on the NBA's Brooklyn Nets team have tested positive for the coronavirus, including star Kevin Durant. The other three haven't been identified. Kevin going on the record saying, everybody be careful. Take care of yourself. Quarantine. Going to get through it. Kevin is 31. Uh, the last team that the Nets played was the Lakers on March 10th. And the next day, the NBA postponed the season when Rudy Gobert of the Utah Jazz became the first player to test positive. Gobert's teammate Donovan Mitchell was later diagnosed with coronavirus. The only other player known to have it is Christian Wood of the Detroit Pistons. Meanwhile, it's probably a good thing if you can't get the virus from Disney Plus because one of the actresses from Frozen 2 has it. Her name is Rachel Matthews, and she's the voice of Honey Marin. She's 26 years old. She got tested because she came in contact with a confirmed case. Hmm. All right. Tom Brady left the Patriots. That blew my mind. That blew your mind, I know. And some people thought that all that talk was just hot air, that there was no way he was going to do it. But over his 20-year career with the Patriots, I mean, for the love, he went to the Super Bowl nine times, won oh six gosh, of them. Oh, my yeah. He announced he was leaving in two goodbye notes, one to the organization and one to the fans. Mm. He said, although my football journey will take place elsewhere, I appreciate everything that we have achieved, and I am grateful for our incredible team accomplishments. Wow. So he's repeatedly said he's 42 years old now that he wants to play until he's 45, but he and the Patriots didn't see eye to eye exactly on a new multi-year deal. So he walked. He is moving on to a, quote, new stage. And he has signed a deal. This is impressive, by the way. For $30 million a year. Wow. With the Tampa Bay Bucks. No kidding. (laughs) No, isn't that The Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Yeah, I mean, is there, how many, they're in the top. Oh, I think five. they're, they usually are worse than us. Yeah. But last year we were worse than them. Like, yeah. I think we kind of fight it out between us, them, them and, and the Browns. Else? The Browns, yeah, yeah, those three teams. So, I Usually mean, are all right there at the bottom. It would have been like us getting yeah. him. And be, so. Yeah, it'd be interesting to see what impact that has in, in the real world of the Tampa Bay Buccaneers and how that yeah. transforms the vibe at Ray, Raymond James Stadium. I, I was going to say, I was listening to an interview where someone was talking about that, how he, when he goes into a locker room, his presence alone influences other players to have a oh, better I have attitude. No doubt. Wow. They said he, just when he even walks in a room that other, because of the respect for him and the yeah. game, they were talking about even the way that he nurses his injuries and the way that he works out his eating plan. Seriously, what has he done wrong? All of it, they say. <laughs> when other people see him, they feel inspired. Just have yeah. him around. That's yeah. great. I don't. I cannot. Has there ever been Definitely. a misstep by him? I can't. You know, I remember no. him catching flack for a couple of different pictures he posted of his kids or something. He kissed his one child on the lips. And then he jumped off a cliff with another one, didn't he? Cliff dived with the other one, and people were all up in arms about that. But but other than that, oh, well, deflate gate. Never mind. Yeah. (laughs) But he said he didn't know about it. Yeah. 
He was innocent in that one. Yeah, speaking of uh, former New England Patriots, Rob Gronkowski would like everyone to know that there are plenty of tissues left on certain grocery store shelves. It's hit or miss. you got to know where to look, but they're out there, and they actually work better than toilet paper, in his opinion. So there's no toilet paper, but there's this many tissues left. Like, come on now, people. Tissues work better than toilet paper. Oh, my gosh. Uh Uh-oh, Gronk. (laughs) I heard that's a big no-no. Someone actually messaged the show and said that tissues don't always pull apart the way toilet paper does when you flush them. Oh, good to know. Well, I do have a... If you're in a pinch. Yep, and you must. Quick footnote on the Tom Brady story. One of the leading candidates to replace him is Andy Dalton. I heard that, Yeah. yeah. That's crazy. I would be, you know be what, absolutely. I hope I he hope goes he there goes and too. wins a ring. I do too. Yeah. He is such a good guy. I'm Absolutely agree. Go Dalton. We will bring back the swoop. Whoop. We will. <laughs> we got plenty of those. We will. Gotcha. We still got them in storage somewhere. That's so <laughs> funny. Kristen's home. She got up. She, she uh, flew out of Miami yesterday. And she sent me pictures of Miami International Airport. It was like, it was a ghost town. She was one of the few people there. Yeah. And when she got on the plane, uh, the plane was packed because they've reduced the flights. So mm-hmm. the, the few flights that are available are full Yeah. now. And then uh, she got back to CBG. And because there were so few flights, there's less people flying. And so there was a rare moment where she got to see the parking garage of CBG relatively empty. Yeah. So if you do have to fly out, It'll be easy to find a great parking space near what the terminal. She, how did she say the overall tone or feel of the plane was? Are people nervous? Yes. They- uh, it was very tense because there was a lot of coughing on the plane. Really? And there was uh, quite a lack of personal space because it was so packed. Because so, it's a plane. Yeah. It was uh, hang high anxiety. People just wanted to get on and get the hell yeah. off as quickly as possible. Yeah. And every time someone coughed... And you, and it's it's the sound of the cough. You know, sure. we're we're listening for the dry cough, but then we're also kind of grossed out by the that other kind too, other kind of cough too. <laughs> so it's just we've all kind of we're all kind of skeeved out right now. Yeah, mm-hmm. I mean that's for sure. It's easy I to never, work yourself up. It is, and I've I've never been more aware of how many surfaces I come in contact with on a daily basis, and I am putting myself. In the place of someone who suffers from OCD, and I not only get the behavior now, understand why they do it, but I'm understanding the thinking behind it and the anxiety that can come with that. So it's an increased awareness to give more compassion to people who are really struggling with that and anxiety that's my mom and depression Mm -hmm. and i mean i just can't even imagine for me the anxiety that i'm feeling because of it i can't imagine how difficult this time must be for someone who has a diagnosis like that oh yeah for sure i mean i just my heart goes out to you and And whatever we could you know mental thought of like right now i have the sanitizer right now i have the cleaning wipe but what happens when that goes away out. and you can't get any more. Yeah, like right. at what point does that paranoia start in where you're just, you know what I mean? Yeah, like, I'm going sparingly with my antibacterial wipes because I do not have enough to get me through the next eight weeks, yeah. let alone four months. And that's what I was telling, like my mom was over my house 
uh, yesterday and she and I were cleaning and cleaning and cleaning. And I'm like, don't use the antibacterial wipes because we are saving the ones that we have for when we do have to go in public to the grocery store to wipe down the cart, to wipe down our hands afterwards, to wipe down. So we've been using a lot of this um, cleaning microband stuff that I found Mm -hmm, at Kroger that they had enough of. So I've been using that here, too. And by the way, they've done a really good job at maintaining those antibacterial wipes in the stores as you walk in, posted at all the stations. They run out of them quickly, but at least so far. I haven't been able to snag. Oh, I, no. haven't, I haven't been there the right time of day, though. No, no, no. Yeah. I meant like as you walk in when you just want to wipe down your oh, uh, right shopping oh, cart. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I thought yeah. you meant to purchase. No. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, no. Those are long. I haven't seen uh, those Yeah, at all. I haven't seen. And I can't find them online either. So. Maybe I'm, yeah, maybe but I'm I going mean, the wrong time, well, too. Yeah, but, I, but I'm still looking for the, I'm still keeping chemicals out of my house and still trying to do everything organically. Hmm. And, uh, yeah, I've, I've been able to find some things, but still. Can you agree though that Ooh. our houses have never been cleaner? Yeah, and I was My actually hands never have. That's I was actually just telling you guys too off air about a company that I work with, Zero Res. They do carpet cleaning, area rug cleaning, air duct cleaning, floors. and more floors. And they are staying open. They are actually they are just giving their employees tons and tons of knowledge as far as like how to maneuver through homes and things like that. And they are a company that has one of those essential products that is like how how they work it is like it doesn't have any. It doesn't have any chemicals, chemicals and in, in it. it. Right. It doesn't have any toxic toxins in it. There's no soaps or detergents and things like that. It's so this it's high power water yeah. pressure. It's mm. a really cool. It's this powered electrolyzed water technology that they mm-hmm. have. And I can talk about this because they just came to my house two weeks ago when what? I was took off to spring clean. what they do? So they, they did my tile and the carpet, but you can mm. do air ducts. You can do area rug cleaning, carpet cleaning, and they're offering... Um, I just cut the commercial today, so they you can do your three rooms for $109, and then they're including a complimentary cleaning of common touch surfaces. So I'm not exactly sure what all of the details on that are, but I'm going to put the link up on our website if you guys are up on our Facebook page if you want to check it out. It's just an option. Yeah. You know what I thought has been really kind of, uh, you know, neat to watch is how that American, like, spirit of we're going to figure out a way to get through this like just even as simple as yesterday you know i went through my neighborhood the mad tree beer truck that was amazing really just like yes. an ice cream truck with the awesome. ballad, <laughs> playing the entertainer ice cream it was the mad tree beer truck and they had mad tree beer, and i was like did they is... have a little music were they pumping music they out of it what they kind did. of music it was, were they playing it was just like you know i saw that i was on instagram and i saw that and i shared it on my instagram page but they had even had locations they were like 11 to 1 here 1 mm-hmm. to 3 oh, here 3 to 5 here they were like follow us check back along they had they had make your own pizza kits that I they were it. selling out of it. Just that, as you well know, as beer. You're in a we're in this weird situation. We've never been there before. How do we continue? How do we change, evolve, make it? And like just the creativity of what people are coming up it, with is that's fun. really just a, a positive spin on all. Yeah. Of so my the lady who cleans my house, that's her income. That's what she relies on. And, you know, you got to consider, too, that we're all trying to stay healthy here. So do I risk cross-contamination by having her come to my house to clean? 
And so I really appreciated it when she sent me a note and said, these are the precautions I'm taking to avoid transmission. Yeah. And oh, that's awesome. It is a detailed, long series of steps. And, you know, it's like those layers of Swiss cheese that Dr. Amy Acton talks about mm-hmm. in making sure there's no cross-contamination. And I really appreciated that. And I know that you know, when Kristen came home last night after flying back in from uh, Miami, uh, they sprayed their bags and suitcases and shoes with Lysol. Uh, they left them in the garage overnight. You know, she was laundering her clothes mm-hmm. just to make sure that there wasn't any transference. All trying to stay healthy in case. And that's important, too, in case someone close to you, an elderly person with a compromised immune system gets sick, you want to be able to help them, you want to be there for them, yeah. which is all the more reason we um, have got to try to you know stay as healthy as we can. But, I mean, listen to this detailed series of steps that, that she's taking. Besides good hand washing, uh, she takes her shoes off. She's, oh, you'll appreciate this, Jen. She's wearing Croc-style shoes. Woo, woo. <laughs> While she's cleaning or just when she comes? She removes her shoes, wears... Croc-style shoes, my shoes, tools, and cleaning, cloths, and clothes, carefully clean before entering your house, good hand-washing essential. Um, And uh, she leaves her jacket in the car and changes her clothes just before leaving my home and places them in a plastic bag. And, I mean, she's really going all out, which I appreciate. You know, I I do hope that the the people out there that are working in other people's homes are doing their best to... Stay safe. To do these things. I'm you know? tell, I feel like they genuinely are because like all of the companies that I work with have been issuing these statements yeah, about like exactly that. what they're doing. Yeah. That, and that it's is awesome. so smart. It is so smart because people just need to be reassured. I think that, you know, we just need to know that everybody is being as diligent as we are. She said she's limiting personal contact as much as possible, just as you are. She said, uh, Uh, I don't want to jeopardize your health or mine, and I will suspend my work if I have any symptoms and seek medical care. I am dependent on my income, so, you know, if you feel the need to temporarily suspend our working arrangement, I totally understand. But uh, that just made me feel really good Mm -hmm. and assured, and that's kind of what I needed to hear. And likewise, I I told her, uh, you know, I'll keep you informed if I'm exposed to anyone who tests positive or my health changes in the slightest. Mm-hmm. And uh, so we'll go from there. It is 721 with Jeff and Jen, Cincinnati's Q102. And we're looking at clouds on the increase this morning. Steady rain and some thunder after 2 p.m. We'll see high temperatures near 60. And right now, let's see, it is 42 at Cincinnati's Q102. And yesterday, West Virginia announced its first case of coronavirus, which means that the virus is now in all 50 states. Uh, They thought it was unique that West Virginia was the last state to get it. And they weren't expecting that to be the case because West Virginia, when you look at the health care statistics in the state of West Virginia, they have the highest share of smokers of any state in the country. Yeah, Uh, They have the highest death rate in the nation from diabetes. And West Virginia is among the highest for heart disease, cancer, and chronic lower respiratory disease. A lot of people susceptible. Uh, yeah, when you look at their testing capacity, they're a smaller and mostly rural state. 
Um, you just think they're ripe for this kind of thing, but those are some of the things that may have also helped them because they had limited testing and because they're rural and because there is limited international travel yeah. in and out of West Virginia. That may have helped them. They closed schools early. They banned state employee travel. They restricted nursing home visits. So they were actually pretty proactive, they were waiting. which may have uh, contributed to the fact that they were one of the last states to get uh, their first official case of coronavirus. It's nice to see them because it feels like they're always at the bottom of every list. So it's nice to see them at the top of a list. Right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Trying to be optimistic about West Virginia. Right. <laughs> it really is six of one and half a dozen of another because you, you live in a remote place where the disease probably won't show up. But oh crap, if it does, the health care... The health, you know, the health care is, is going to be limited. We are starting to see the cases spike as it continues to spread largely because it takes so long for people to show symptoms of the virus. So they spread without knowing it. And just to give you a sense of how many people out there have it and don't know it, uh, the latest study out of Columbia University found 86% of people with coronavirus don't even know they have it. That's six out of seven people. That have it and don't know. I mean, this thing has had to have been around forever, don't you think? Yeah. What do you mean by this? I, I, well, I, I, I just wonder. Like, I've seen, I've seen people posting. You know, I, I this six months ago or four months ago, everything on this list I had, and they're wondering. I wonder if that's what it was. They just weren't testing for that or didn't have the test for it yet. Well, it does mimic a lot of the same symptoms that we feel when we have the flu or a head cold. And right now, everyone with the virus infects an estimated two of 2.5 people. I think you said 2.2 yesterday, Fritch, Mm -hmm. according to the World Health Organization. So to slow the spread, that needs to, to get down to just one and... You know, we talk about social distancing or the, rather the physical distancing that we're doing that can really help. But ultimately, it may not be enough because uh, this research team out of the U.K. says we may need even stricter policies to keep the death toll in the U.S. from going over an estimated one million people. And those those policies could last 12 to 18 months. We were just talking about beauty salons, hair salons. Uh, which are still open for the moment, yes? In Kentucky, I believe they're closing today at 5 o'clock. Are they? Yeah, massage, um, spas, spas, massage, hair salons, nail salons, because those are places where people are going in groups larger than 10. Also, the daycares in Kentucky, I heard, are closing Friday as well. They have to be closed by Friday. Yeah. I'm surprised those have stayed open as long as they have, to be honest. And I actually did some research on this, and I guess a lot of the reason why daycare systems were staying open is because people like us, as well as that are essential, as well as healthcare workers, people that are have to work in jails, things like that. All these people have kids and the schools are shut down and they have to have somewhere like, say, you know, like, you know, my boyfriend and I both are working. He works for an establishment that um, has some businesses that are like carry out restaurants or he works for the Tri-County Mall. And so like those restaurants are doing carry out, you know, uh, BJ's and the Chipotle there and the Starbucks and all of them are doing carry out. So like he's working and I'm working. So where, what are we supposed to do with Penelope? You know what I mean? So they were giving you time to try to figure out your child care or figure out your work system. Mm-hmm. 
And uh, you're one of the lucky ones because you've got some support from your mom. Yes? I do, but I can't like, and that's the thing that I'm kind of struggling with because I can't have her full time because she also has like my dad who that she has to be there with as well. So looks like they're both moving in. Yeah, I don't know. That's <laughs> what I'm saying. I'm like, we're having a lot of like uneasy discussions at our house. Like, what do we do? Like, yeah. We're all having to have those difficult mm-hmm. conversations. Yeah. How are we going? Where are we going to go from here? And how long is this going to affect us? Uh, one of my favorite people to to come out of this that we've gotten to know that we've seen a lot of is uh, Dr. Amy Acton from the oh, Ohio yeah. Department of Health. I just love the way she explains. There's something very soothing about her voice. Yes, mm-hmm. Totally. I just said that to my mom yesterday. I'm like, her. Fi- I find her voice very soothing. Yes, and she's so good at explaining things, and she does it in a, just a very sort of non-preachy way, and I really appreciate that. So we're actually going to extend this time a little bit. You know, we all want this over quickly, but we have to extend the time and slow the spread because that decreases the peak. Some of the early modeling was saying we might peak at late April, mid-May. We can cut that hospital surge by two-thirds. And again, my initial numbers were based on no interventions, which is why we had to do our interventions quickly. But if we did nothing, the estimates were that 2.2 million Americans would die. I know what she's talking about is extremely serious and deadly, but there is something very soothing and meditative about her voice. It kind of makes it difficult to focus on what she's saying. I know. I'm just kind of like getting lost in it. I'll tell you what, though. My absolute favorite thing to watch on TV are the sound, the sign language interpreters. I think that they are so amazing. Does it feel like they are being more prominent? Oh, yeah, they're really getting into it, too. Yeah. Like, they're so good at it. Well, because facial reaction is a big part of sign language. So when they're conveying that, I feel like we are listening to Amy, but we're looking at them. Yeah. And their face is telling me how I should be feeling about what she's saying to me. They're just telling the story so beautifully. And I love that. Totally I mean, I just. They get into it like musicians. Yeah. I just think they are so amazing. I I was reading about. the uh, the governors who yes. looks What's like could name? be her his twin sister. I mean, they look like they are related, the same, almost same hairstyle, color, glasses, the glasses everything they about wear it. something similar. Yes, yes. Hmm. She is actually deaf mm-hmm. and is like she is the only person in. I know. I, I well, how's she pulling story. that off? Uh, it's it is a process. There are like. Two other interpreters that are sitting in front of her that she's facing. Oh, wow. That are interpreting back to her hmm. what is being said. And then she's actually changing the languaging of it oh, yeah. so that the majority of people who that need are hearing impaired. Yes, that are getting the sign language. They understand They it. understand it. So, I mean, oh. if, if there are a lot of big words being said and complicated sentences, she's simplifying it. Oh, that's on impressive. But from these other ones in front of her. And she's the only one in Ohio that's certified to do this. She wasn't there yesterday. That's so cool. they, I saw the African American lady was there. And I as well enjoyed watching her interpretation of it. Like she felt very relaxed, very smooth. Mm. Yeah. I don't know. I, always, I just think it's great. Yeah. Did you see the mayor's? Yes, he's amazing. He's really awesome. He's too. very tall. Yes. The mayor's sign language interpreter? Yes. Yeah. Big, tall dude. 
I know. Isn't it wild how they're just, I mean, it seems like they pick the right characters for them, you know, they just have the right facial expressions, like to the point where you could almost, you know, even if you didn't understand sign language, you could put the TV on mute and kind of understand what they're talking about. Yeah. And I think I've only seen one or two that I think might be faking. When I was younger, I <laughs> who was there? Not who did where I know that, but we had who was the the person a few years ago? Remember that woman that got, got arrested? She got in trouble, yeah. But she was like, she it just was showed a up big, at the police station. Yeah, was she? Was it for a police was press a conference or, or it was? It was it police or oh, I thought it was over something. an election thing. It was at the board of elections or something. It was she made it on TV. Yeah, she just showed up and was like, well, "I'll help." <laughs> <laughs> and nobody questioned it because they're like, well, right. we asked for a sign language interpreter, so we just assumed that was her, and she seems like she knows what she's doing. Oh, no. And then we went I back and watched this story. No, oh, you yeah. don't remember. This was a, it was probably a few years ago. But, no. Um, I'll dig oh. up the story and find it for you. Yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah. But so until now I always, well, I, I, I always remember that story. Well, it does make you ask yourself. Right. She was vetted, right? Right. Because <laughs> some of it was just, it would be like you and me. Yeah, I do want to. I do want to um, play the sound clip again, just because I like listening to Doctor Acton's voice. <laughs> so we're actually going to extend this time a little bit. I mean, it sounds like she's a yoga instructor, kind of, doesn't it? She might be on just, the side. Just extend your body. So we're mm-hmm. actually going to extend this time a little bit. You know, we all want this over quickly, but we have to extend the time and slow the spread because that decreases the peak. She'd be a great yoga instructor. (laughs) I think what she's what she's saying there is really important, though, too. Like we have not even seen the peak of this yet. And that's what's so difficult is I got to focus on what she's actually saying because it is important. Some Mm -hmm. of the early (laughs) modeling was saying we might peak at late April, mid-May. We can cut that hospital surge by two thirds. And again, my initial numbers were based on no interventions, which is why we had to do our interventions quickly. But if we did nothing, the estimates were that 2.2 million Americans would die. Yeah. So if we got to extend it, then yes, we got to extend, extend it. it. You know? And well, it, it helps when you have the kind of voice that when you implore someone, when you ask someone, you know, if we could, if we could just extend this, you know, we can reduce the rate. With the way she says it, I'm like, I'm in. Okay, what do I got to do? Well, because she sounds so rational. Yeah. Did you watch the whole thing though? She was talking about her sons. She has two sons. Oh, that are in the Bay Area. Yes, that both live in San Francisco, and they have been quarantined into their homes. Like they are self self-sheltering within their home and yep. she got emotional about it and I really oh, connected I that. as a parent <laughs> it was at the Jeff's end got a new oh, it was towards the end of her talking about it and really? she was uh, like upset like she and as a parent I was like oh my gosh I couldn't imagine having your children completely on the other side of the United States away from you right. she's you a medical doctor them. so she understands it you can't get to them she's working her butt off and it just was like it just makes her more human she oh, was God, very human right. in that moment you can only have one savannah guthrie or dr amy i love savannah but i'm staying away from her at the moment she's got the sniffles right <laughs> 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 a break yeah yeah savannah, savannah and i are taking home. a break right now i'm all about dr amy acton uh, savannah is home today yeah she's uh broadcasting out of her basement but they they set up like a little mini set in her basement how fun is that which i think is kind of cool Some blue screen behind her yeah, and Al was home. Did you see Al home yesterday? Uh-huh. Al Roker. And who's the dude with the Emmy? 
Tom Costello. Yep, he's at They're home too. He's, he's at home. He's uh, broadcasting out of his office. So here is Al Roker, who's now doing the weather from his kitchen after coming in contact with a Today Show employee who tested positive. Actually, I didn't have to commute in, so I did sleep in, uh, in the kitchen. Want to make sure there are no NBC News crews here. Yeah. This is my iPad, and uh, we've got a crew, uh, somebody, uh, Catherine Proceeds in our uh, our weather center. Don Sunikis is in his home, and so we've kind of jerry-rigged this system, and I've got all my graphics and everything I need. So we're starting off with some severe weather uh, starting this afternoon for a good portion of Texas. We're going to be watching that. Let's see your house, Al. Let's, you know, after the weather. Let's take a little tour of the like house. Cribs. And show us some things. Like yeah. the show Cribs. I want to be. see Savannah's place. I want to see Al's place. You know, let's see some of some more of Tom's Emmys. I love that Jared Leto knew nothing about the virus because he's I been meditating too. for the last Hey, he was on 12 a twelve days. day meditation retreat. God love him. Those things are amazing. I yeah. bet he came out of that. If anybody is is not worried about having it, he's been in a cave for twelve days, you know? Right. I saw too that uh, Big mm. Brother, that TV show in Germany, was taping, and they had all of these people in their the house, and they had no idea it was even going on because of how much it's changed since they were locked into their Big Brother. Yeah, they house. even told them. They found out yesterday, though, when they, they let did. them out. Didn't they? Yeah, they did. They did tell them. Uh, I'm meditating, you guys. So we're actually going to extend this time a little bit. You know, we all want this over quickly, but we have to extend the time and slow the spread because that decreases the peak. Some of the early modeling was saying we might peak at late April, mid-May. We can cut that hospital surge by two-thirds. And again, my initial numbers were based on no interventions, which is why we had to do our interventions quickly. But if we did nothing... The estimates were that 2.2 million Americans would die. I think these press conferences, though, would be easier to take and, and digest and absorb with a little bit of that in the oh, background. That music in the background. I do like that. Oh, that too, oh I love little, it. Little sound I might have you send that to Didn't me. Did you find that soothing? Yeah, I oh, did. I love that. Yeah. I could listen to that stuff. Totally. There you go. So whenever you get worked up, Jen, I'm just going to I'm just gonna Maybe play that. Maybe instead of shooting me with a dart, Jeff, that you should just play me some nice... Yeah, something uh, something kind of soothing, <laughs> you know, calm you yeah. down a little bit. There's lots of good stuff out there. Like uh, Dr. Sanjay Gupta on CNN is seeing a resurgence, too. I mean, he's always been very popular. but Yeah, uh, I haven't seen him around in a while. Yeah, he was, you know, he gave some great advice, I thought. His advice is act as if you might be carrying the virus, even if you're not, even if you're feeling 100%. If, you know, a good way we're asking ourselves, well, I don't know what to do and how do I behave and where do I go and where shouldn't I go? I thought this summed it up well. Every time you touch surfaces, uh, you know, make sure you're wiping surfaces because, again, we know that virus can stick to surfaces. If you're going to visit someone who's vulnerable, you want to really minimize that. Uh, but if you have to, you got to act as if you might be carrying the virus. So there's all these things, you know, that, that are within our power and we're in this together. How I behave affects your health. How you behave affects my health. Never, I think, have we been so dependent on each other, at least not in my lifetime. And we should, you know, we should rise to that occasion, I think. And kudos to the heroes who are uh, the volunteering to test the coronavirus vaccine. They were interviewing Jennifer Haller on MSNBC, who's the first 
volunteer to test the coronavirus vaccine. You know, just a couple of weeks ago, there was a call for volunteers and I uh, filled out a form and got a call back. And, you know, we feel all of us, I know we feel so helpless, like what can we do? And, and I am am so excited that there was actually something that I could do. And, and I did it. The chance that I could have something to do with, with helping save lives is, is huge. And, you know, if, if this isn't the right vaccine or whatever, I mean, at least, you know, I'm part of this, the process. We're part of, you know, figuring this out. Yeah, I mean, you like to think it's going to work out, but, uh, you know, you're taking a risk. I mean, you're you have to be a relatively healthy person to begin with. And then, you know, you take this shot. Oh, no. and you don't know what's in it. You don't know if there are side effects or what could possibly happen. Right. It could kill you. And then they're going to expose <laughs> you to this thing. I right. mean, it's so that's a lot. I salute lot. her that's and the volunteers. Lot. For that's, sure. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Thanks for listening to the Q102 Jeff and Jen Morning Show Podcast, brought to you by CBG Airport. Start your trip at CBGAirport.com.